The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. Most professing Christians observe Sunday as a day of worship, and yet the Ten Commandments include instructions to observe the seventh day Saturday. How did that change ever take place? Perhaps you grew up as a young child learning the Ten Commandments. The Fourth Commandment gives us this very plain instruction. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. That's Exodus 20, verse 8. But most professing Christians observe Sunday. We all know that Sunday is the first day of the week. Look on most any monthly calendar, and you will find a weekly sequence starting with Sunday and ending with Saturday. Which day should New Testament Christians observe? Which day did the founder of true Christianity observe? Should we follow his example? When the Pharisees of the first century accused Jesus of transgressing the Sabbath because his disciples were enjoying plucking grain and eating it on the Sabbath, how did Jesus respond? Read that in your own Bible. Jesus said in Mark 2, verse 27, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the Son of Man is also Lord of the Sabbath. Why didn't Jesus say he was Lord of Sunday, the first day of the week? My friends, should we obey the fourth commandment and keep the seventh-day Sabbath? Or should we follow tradition and keep Sunday as God's day of worship? Which day should we observe, Sabbath or Sunday? Stay tuned. Warm greetings to all our friends around the world. Various religions set aside holidays or holy days. Muslims worship on Friday and follow the call to prayer five times a day. Jews around the world have worshipped for thousands of years on the Sabbath, the day that begins at sunset every Friday evening and continues through sunset on Saturday. Professing Christians meet for Sunday church services, proclaiming theirs is the true day for worship. Most people in the Western world are familiar with the Ten Commandments. The fourth commandment God gave states that we are to keep the seventh day of the week holy. Read that in your own Bible, Exodus 20, verse 8. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. My friends, which day should Christians keep holy? The first day of the week? or the seventh day of the week. The seven-day week is ancient. We have records going back to ancient Babylon showing observance of a seven-day cycle. The Jewish people have preserved a calendar with a seven-day week. History faithfully documents that the day we now call Saturday is the seventh day of the week, and Sunday is the first day of the week. Which day should Christians observe according to the Bible? If you have a Bible, be sure to follow along with us in this program. You may be surprised. The founder of Christianity, the Messiah, Jesus Christ, 
always observed the Seventh-day Sabbath throughout his lifetime. All theologians admit this. Then why do most professing Christians observe Sunday rather than Saturday? Did the New Testament change the Sabbath observance to Sunday worship? Should religious people set aside any special day as holy? Does your Bible command us to observe Sunday, the first day of the week, as a day of worship? Or should Christians observe the seventh-day Sabbath? On today's program, we'll answer those questions from the Bible, and we'll be offering you an inspiring free booklet that gives you the biblical answers you need. It's titled, Which Day is the Christian Sabbath? This is a vital question for all professing Christians. This booklet is free of charge. Just call the number on your screen or order it online at tomorrowsworld.org. Just ask for the Christian Sabbath booklet. Most Bible students who have studied the question of Sabbath or Sunday are familiar with the great historic edict given to all people living under the rule of the ancient Roman Empire. In the 4th century AD, the Emperor Constantine enforced Sunday worship throughout the Roman Empire. Constantine had been a pagan Sunday worshiper. He gave the following edict in 321 AD, quote, On the venerable day of the sun, let all magistrates and people rest, end of quote. Just a couple years later, the Roman Church also passed a startling decree in the Council of Laodicea. They declared, quote, Christians shall not Judaize and be idle on Saturday but shall work on that day. But the Lord's day they shall especially honor, and as being Christians shall, if possible, do no work on that day. If, however, they are found Judaizing or keeping the Sabbath, they shall be shut out from Christ. In other words, Christian Sabbath keepers were declared to be heretics. But on what authority did the Roman Church make this change? The noted Catholic theologian James Cardinal Gibbons wrote this bold statement, quote, But you may read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, and you will not find a single line authorizing the sanctification of Sunday. Listen to this. The scriptures enforce the religious observance of Saturday, a day which we never sanctify, end of quote. In other words, Gibbons is saying, If the Bible is your authority, you have no basis for observing Sunday. The scriptures, as he states, quote, enforce the religious observance of Saturday, end of quote. We agree with this statement. Do you? What Gibbons and other Catholic authorities state is that it is the authority of the Catholic Church that changed observance in the Christian world from Saturday to Sunday, not the New Testament scriptures. And that occurred in the Council of Laodicea in the middle of the 4th century. What an amazing admission. You can read more of these admissions from our religious leaders in the free booklet, Which Day is the Christian Sabbath? Again, my friends, I ask, what is the source of your belief? Is it the Bible, or is it customs and traditions apart from the Bible? Jesus gave us a very strong warning when traditions conflict with the commandments of God. Turn to Mark, the seventh chapter in your Bible. Many churches have followed that wrong pathway, just as the Pharisees of Jesus' day. Mark 7, verse 7. Jesus said, In vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. 
for laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men. All too well you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your tradition. That's a warning I hope all of us will heed. Jesus stated He is Lord of the Sabbath. He observed the Sabbath regularly, and He did not break the laws some theologians assert. As He said in John 15, verse 10, I have kept my Father's commandments. My friends, should you follow the example of Jesus Christ and the instructions of your Bible, or should you oppose them in order to follow the tradition of men? You need to prove for yourself from your own Bible which day is the Christian Sabbath. To help you in your study, I'd like to offer you this exciting free booklet, well documented, Which Day is the Christian Sabbath? There are eight places in the New Testament to use the expression, first day of the week. Were they Sunday worship services? Were they memorials of Jesus' death? This free booklet will answer those questions. Here are some of the subheads. Which day is the biblical Sabbath? Christ and His disciples, Sabbath breakers? Was Jesus resurrected on Sunday? Practice of the original apostles. Did you know that both Roman Catholic and Protestant authorities admit that the Bible itself does not support a Sunday observance? You need this free booklet for your personal benefit and Bible study. So pick up the telephone right now and request your inspiring free booklet titled, Which Day is the Christian Sabbath? Just ask for the booklet on the Christian Sabbath. You can also order your free booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. For today's free informative offer, send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. Or call this toll-free number, 1-800-236-0531. That number again is 1-800-236-0531. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World, call now. In the first part of our program, we saw historically just how the observance of the Christian Sabbath was changed to Sunday. It was both the Roman government and the Roman church that enforced Sunday observance. And that was not until the 4th century after the beginning of Christianity. What days did the original Christian church observe? Did Jesus and the apostles observe Sunday or the seventh-day Sabbath? Your Bible gives the answer. Again, just don't believe us here on Tomorrow's World check up on us. Read the references in your own Bible. If you have your Bible, turn to Acts 13, verse 42. In the first century A.D., the Apostle Paul had preached on the Sabbath in the Antioch synagogue. Notice that his audience consisted of both Jews and Gentiles. Notice that after the Jews left, the Gentiles made a request. Now this was years after the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. Surely, if Christians were to keep Sunday, the Gentiles would have met with the Apostle Paul the very next day, Sunday, after they had met in the synagogue on Saturday. But did they? 
Acts 13, verse 42. So when the Jews went out of the synagogue, the Gentiles begged that these words might be preached to them. When? The next day? Sunday? No. The Gentiles, not the Jews, begged that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. Read that again in your own Bible. The Gentiles begged that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. My friends, the New Testament church of the first century observed the seventh-day Sabbath. Let's continue reading in Acts 13, verse 43. Now, when the congregation had broken up, many of the Jews and devout proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who, speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. On the next Sabbath, almost the whole city came together to hear the word of God. Yes, it was the Apostle Paul's custom to preach on the Sabbath, as it tells us in Acts 17, verse 2. Many were converted to Christianity and continued to observe the fourth commandment. The early New Testament Christians observed the Seventh-day Sabbath. The Apostle Paul was very effective in his preaching to both Jews and Gentiles, as we read in Acts 18, verse 4. He was in Corinth on this occasion. And he, the Apostle Paul, reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded both Jews and Greeks. The Christians of the first century A.D. observed the Seventh-day Sabbath. But when was it changed to Sunday? And who popularized Sunday observance? The Catholic Encyclopedia on the topic of Sunday states this, quote, Tertullian, 202 A.D., is the first writer who expressly mentions the Sunday rest. We, however, just as tradition has taught us on the day of the Lord's resurrection, ought to guard not only against kneeling, but every posture and office of solicitude, deferring even our business, lest we give any place to the devil. That was not until 202 A.D., more than 170 years after the beginning of the New Testament church. Is Sunday the day of the Lord's resurrection, as Tertullian stated? Longtime viewers of Tomorrow's World who have studied their Bibles know that Jesus was not resurrected on Sunday morning. Listen, when Mary Magdalene came to Jesus' tomb on Sunday morning, she found it empty. She came while it was still dark. The sun had not yet risen. It was still dark, as you read in John 20 and verse 1. And Jesus was not there Sunday morning. He was buried on sunset Wednesday evening and rose exactly three days and three nights later, just as he said. You can read that in Matthew 12, verse 40. There are not three days and three nights from a traditional Good Friday to an Easter Sunday morning. So the common reason for Sunday worship is based on human tradition, not on the scriptures. Jesus emphasized the sign of his Messiahship. Matthew 12, verse 39. An evil and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. You can read more about the three days and three nights in our inspiring free booklet, Which Day is the Christian Sabbath? Millions of professing Christians deny the only sign Jesus gave to prove his Messiahship. 
and yet he was not resurrected on Sunday. Most professing Christians observe Sunday as their day of worship, and yet other professing Christians observe the seventh-day Sabbath. Which day should we keep, Sabbath or Sunday? Our inspiring free booklet will give you the answer from your Bible and history. Be sure to order your free copy of this informative free booklet, Which Day is the Christian Sabbath? Call now. Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter. On today's program, we've seen that the early New Testament church observed the Seventh-day Sabbath. We also saw historical evidence that the Roman Emperor Constantine established Sunday worship throughout the empire. That government decree was later followed by a religious decree during the Roman Council of Laodicea in the 4th century A.D. But previously, the early New Testament church observed the Seventh-day Sabbath based on the Scriptures. My friends, just when was the Seventh-day Sabbath established? Was it established at the time of Moses at Mount Sinai? No, it was not. It was established much earlier at the foundation of this world. Turn in your Bible to Mark, the second chapter. Notice what the founder of Christianity stated in Mark 2, verse 27. Jesus said, The Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Yes, the Sabbath was made for man, for all humanity, for every human being on earth. Again, when was it made? We find the answer in Genesis 2, verse 1. Thus the heavens and the earth and all the host of them were finished. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made. Yes, God established the seventh-day Sabbath at the foundation of this world long before the time of Moses. The Sabbath is a memorial of the creation, and it points to the true God and true creator of the universe. Mark 2, let's go back there and read that again. Jesus made an amazing claim. Did he say he was Lord over Sunday, that Sunday was the Lord's day? Mark 2, verse 27. The Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the Son of Man is also Lord of the Sabbath. If Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath, what day is the Lord's day? Sunday? No. The Sabbath is the Lord's day. Jesus himself said so. The expression Lord's Day appears only once in the Bible, in the book of Revelation, chapter 1 and verse 10. There it refers to the prophetic time period known as the Day of the Lord, which leads up to the second coming of Christ. In this case, it does not refer to a day of the week. We have presented several programs describing the Day of the Lord, the Lord's Day. The Day of the Lord is primarily the one-year prophetic time period leading up to the second coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Be sure to read the book of Revelation in your own Bible. As we've seen in Mark 2, verse 28, Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath. He has not changed. As it tells us in Hebrews 13, verse 8, 
Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is still right now Lord of the Sabbath. And the scriptures admonish us to follow his example and that of the apostles. The apostle Paul wrote to the church at Corinth, Imitate me, just as I also imitate Christ. That's 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1. Then the apostle Peter exhorted us to follow the example of Christ. 1 Peter 2, verse 21. For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps. My friends, Jesus and the apostles kept the seventh-day Sabbath, and God expects us to follow their example. Is there even more New Testament evidence regarding Sabbath observance? Turn in your Bible to Hebrews, the fourth chapter. The Sabbath is pictured as a type of a millennial rest, as well as a memorial of God's rest at creation. Hebrews 4, verse 9 states, There remains, therefore, a rest for the people of God. The original Greek word for the word rest in verse 9 is sabbatismos, which means a Sabbath-keeping. Both the Revised Version and the New International Version translate verse 9 as a Sabbath rest. Yes, there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God even to this day. Notice this important statement in verse 10 of Hebrews 4. For he, the individual Christian, who has entered his rest, God's rest, has himself also ceased from his works, notice, as God did from his. The context of Hebrews, the fourth chapter, is both a symbolic and literal rest. The Greek word kataposis is also translated rest in this section. But notice what God says of those who have now entered into God's rest, that is, those who are converted, those who will now follow Christ. If we as converted Christians are to cease from our works just as God did from His, we simply need to ask one question. How did God cease from His works? Verse 4 of Hebrews 4 gives us the answer. For He has spoken in a certain place of the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all His works. The scholarly anchor Bible Dictionary affirms the responsibility of New Testament Christians to observe the Sabbath. It states, quote, Physical Sabbath-keeping on the part of the New Covenant believer, as affirmed by Sabbath rest, epitomizes cessation from works, Hebrews 4, verse 10. In commemoration of God's rest at creation, comparing Hebrews 4, verse 4 with Genesis 2, verse 2, and manifests faith in the salvation provided by Christ. That's volume 5, page 856. That's quite a plain statement. The bottom line question is, who or what is your authority? Is it the Bible or some church and religion apart from the Bible? As we've seen, some religious leaders, including Roman Catholic and Protestant, claim tradition or church administration apart from the Bible as their reason for keeping Sunday rather than the Sabbath. For example, listen to the statement from Anglican Isaac Williams, D.D., Doctor of Divinity, in his Plain Sermons on the Catechism. Quote, Where are we told in Scripture that we are to keep the first day at all? Listen to this admission. We are commanded to keep the seventh, but we are nowhere commanded to keep the first day. 
The reason why we keep the first day of the week holy instead of the seventh is for the same reason that we observe many other things. Not because the Bible, but because the church has enjoined it. End of quote. That's volume one. My friends, these are surprising admissions. You can read more of them in our free informative booklet titled, Which Day is the Christian Sabbath? You can also order your free booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. For today's free informative offer, send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. Or call this toll-free number, 1-800-236-0531. That number again is 1-800-236-0531. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World, call now. The Messiah, Jesus Christ, is Lord of the Sabbath, as we read in Mark 2, verse 28. When he returns to this earth as King of kings and Lord of lords, on what day will the whole world be commanded to worship? Notice God's revelation in Isaiah 66, verse 22. For as the new heavens and the new earth which I will make shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your descendants and your name remain. And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another, and from one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come to worship before me, says the Lord. We look forward to the day when all peoples and all nations around the world will worship Christ the King. The Messiah will establish world peace, world government, true education, and the biblical way of truth, love, and life. All nations will observe the weekly Sabbath and the biblical holy days. What a wonderful, peaceful, and prosperous world it will be for all peoples. You need to study more deeply into the subject for yourself. Be sure to request our free booklet titled, Which Day is the Christian Sabbath? Is it the seventh day of the week or the first day of the week? Does the Sabbath begin at sunset on Friday or is it on Sunday? Should we be going to church services on Saturday or on Sunday? This free booklet will answer those questions, and it will also give you many biblical references and quotes we haven't had time to include in this program. This is one of the most important questions you need to answer. You need this free booklet for your personal benefit and Bible study. Just call the number on your screen. If you're a longtime student of Tomorrow's World and you would like to worship with other Christian Sabbath keepers, we invite you to counsel with one of our representatives. Just call the number on your screen, or you can contact us through our website at tomorrowsworld.org. We invite you to join us every week on Tomorrow's World, or watch us online at any time. In the challenging and stressful times in which we live, you need the solid guidance that comes from your Bible. Gerald Weston, Wallace Smith, and I will continue to share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ, the good news of the coming kingdom of God, 
and the exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. So be sure to join us again next week, right here at this same time. To view the Tomorrow's World telecast or request today's free offer, visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Remember to find us on Facebook and be sure to follow us on Twitter. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.